Welcome to the Detox Podcast. Thanks for tuning in and accepting the challenge to learn, grow, and detox from anything that doesn't positively affect your life. This podcast will help you tap into your ability to be vulnerable and start the process to a better, more productive lifestyle. And now, here's your host, Joshua Hobbs. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining me today. You hear me when I'm talking to you. Before we get started, I want you to go follow me on Instagram and TikTok at j.hobbsmotivation and on Facebook at The Real Detox Podcast. Okay, let's get started. Today is episode number 12, and I have titled this Anger and How to Break Generational Curses. That's that's a heavy title. I understand that, but this is going to be powerful because it's powerful once you realize what different generational curses you might have on your family or in your life. So for the people who are just joining me, and this is their first episode ever, Welcome. Thank you for joining. We have been talking about anger and the power of anger and dealing with anger and managing anger over the last few weeks. But now we're tapping into generational curses and anger. So for the people that don't truly understand, like, what is a generational curse? So the definition of a generational curse is a negative pattern or behavior that is passed down from one generation to another. These patterns can be related to physical, emotional, spiritual issues and can have a significant impact on an individual's life. Some common examples of generational curses include addiction, financial struggles and relationship issues. So now that we've covered generational curses and what that is, I want to tell you that no one is immune to not having some type of generational curse in their life. That's just the way of the world. The world is is evil. It's a dark place. And it doesn't matter if you were born into the richest family in the world. There is some type of generational curse that you are going to have to struggle with at some point. And you're going to have to understand what that is. But before we go deeper into this, from a biblical perspective, God says in Matthew 7, 7, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. This verse is often interpreted to a means of if we ask something in faith, it will be given to us by God. So we can ask anything. God has always been my friend and comforter, and I want to go to him, and I want you to be able to go to him in any situation, in any part of your life, and say, I need you. So before we even dip into this, I want you to hear me when, when, when I declare these words, and I want you to repeat them after me. So let's go. Lord, I declare right now that every evil authority that is speaking over your people, coming from family, evil altars, shrines, familiar spirits, witchcraft, remote control power, strong man, and every evil authority be rendered powerless in Jesus' mighty name. 
We just asked Jesus for that. And I believe, and you should believe without a doubt, based off of your faith, faith of a mustard seed is what God talks about, that you can move mountains. That means that you can move these generational curses, that they can work in you, and that you can be broken free from these generational curses of anger, these generational curses that just plague you financially. And you say that I'm not enough. And you say that my financial situation has never changed because your, your family has never had money. Well, guess what? God can be the one to change your entire circumstances. He can be the one that changed you from going from broke to the first millionaire in your family. God has the power to do that. Are you going to be the vessel? Are you going to be the light for your family? You have the power through God because God has given us this authority. God has, has told us that we have to ask, but it's not just about asking. It's about believing. It's about believing without a doubt. God also tells us that we need to be more like children. And the reason why God says we need to be more like children is because they have this unreal, unbelievable imagination. If you talk to any three, four, five, six-year-old, they believe they can fly. That's why kids have these dreams of becoming the president and these dreams of becoming an NBA player because they are not knocked down yet by society and in doctrine with information that crushes their dreams. God tells us to be more like children. Children have this unbelievable faith. They have this unbelievable imagination that pushes them forward to excel. And something happens between childhood and when we grow up that we just forget to have that imagination. We forget that all things are possible. We have to be more like children. We have to follow what God says and be more like children. It's important to remember though, when we ask God for something, it's almost never exactly what we ask for. God knows you. He has a plan for you that he created before you were ever in the room. He has a plan for your life. So when we do ask for something, it needs to be aligned with what he has for our life. When we ask for something, it shouldn't be a sin. When we ask for something, it shouldn't be something that goes against God's plan. But a lot of times when we ask for something with the very best intentions, God might provide that for us based out of faith, but he might provide it in another way that you don't even understand until you're down the road and around the corner and you're like, oh, I got you. I understand that. I didn't like the way it came off, but actually I understand that God was working for me in the background. Thank you, God. Thank you for being who you said you were going to be. Thank you for following through on everything that you said you were going to follow through in. Now, and I try not to be so preachy sometimes, but it's really, really hard for me because I do love God. It's really hard for me because as I dive deeper into his word and understand the true power that he left on this earth, he left us with the Holy Spirit. And if we understand the power that the Holy Spirit has in our lives, it's, it's amazing. And I just want to share that with the world. And I want to share that with people that don't necessarily understand who might not have ever came in contact with the church that might not have ever came in contact with somebody filled with the Holy Spirit. Let's dig into this a little bit further. How can anger be a part of a generational curse? I've said this before. Anger is a natural emotion. Everyone experiences it. Anybody that tells you that they have never been angry 
is lying to you. It becomes a problem when it's not properly managed. If it's not addressed and resolved, it can lead to destructive behavior and harmful actions. That's why God talks about it so many times in the Bible. That's why Jesus talks about it. Be slow to anger. When anger is passed down from one generation to another, it can become a part of a generational curse. This is because the negative behavior associated with anger becomes ingrained in the family's dynamic and is passed down from one generation to the next. But that doesn't mean that you are plagued forever. The thing about having an amazing relationship with God is being able to discern what he wants for your life, the things that you're struggling with, the things that you see, the patterns that you see in other people's life. Being able to discern that and say, I no longer want to be a part of that. I no longer want that to be a part of my life. That's the part that is so powerful and it's enlightening to our lives is because we do not always have to carry around this burden of a generational curse. There are so many people that deal with anxiety and deal with depression and deal with fear and it's plaguing their life and they're dealing with these addictions and they're just like, I, I can't break free. My father was, was, was addicted to this and my mother did this and, and, and my brothers are doing this and my sisters are doing this. And they're just so plagued with this in their mindset. But when we renew our mind through Christ, there's so much of that can be released. And that's why I'm so passionate about this topic of generational curses and anger is because we do not have to be held captive and be prisoner of these generational curses. A lot of times God will choose people to say, you, I choose you because I know you will follow through with breaking this generational curse that's going to set a different track for your family to go down on. Any generational curse that has plagued my family, I want to be the pioneer to assist in breaking that. I want to be the example of of love, of light, of breaking that. And it's never easy. But because I have a son who's looking up to me, I have people that look at me. I have people that have that that listen to this podcast, that listen to me. I want to be that that generational curse breaker. I will never settle for the commonality that we have in this world. I will never settle for just being comfortable. I know it's difficult. It's very difficult to break generational curses, but it's possible. Let me tell you some steps about breaking generational curses. The first thing that you have to do, you have to identify the curse. The first step is identifying that, and it may require some self-reflection to understand what patterns or behaviors are being passed down in your family. You might have to talk to other family members and say, hey, I noticed that you might struggle with this just like I'm struggling with this. Do you want to help each other stand in the gap so that we can change 
our family dynamics and generation forever? I understand that's a hard question to ask. But two is always better than one. Walking that line and standing in that gap and identifying what generational curse and praying towards that and asking God to break these patterns. Your entire generation can change the generation after you. And they continue this process because they saw the vulnerability, because they saw the fight and they saw what you had to go through. And they hear the stories of how powerful and how faithful a member of your family was. That's something to be proud of. After I identify whatever the curse may be, the next step is you got to get help. You got to seek some type of guidance from a family member, a therapist, someone, a pastor, someone to help you work through the process of breaking this generational curse. I would not advise you to go it alone because it is a daunting task. It's a task that's going to take a lot out of you. It's a task that's very rewarding in the end. But name one thing that you have done that has just been a breeze and just been easy and you've just walked through it and there's never been any issues. If it's worthwhile, there's generally going to be some type of issues that come with it. So walking that path with someone, like I said earlier, even reaching out to a family member and saying, hey, I've noticed that we both struggle with this. And as we look around our family members, this is a generational curse. Do you agree? And they say, yeah, I agree as well. Well, what do we do to fix it? Well, let's stand in the gap with each other and let's attack this head on. And let's be led by the Holy Spirit. Let's be led by God and ask, what do we need to do? What steps do we need to take? And part of taking those steps is taking responsibility for your actions and the impact. This can help you identify areas of your life where you may need to make some changes. For me, one of the generational curses that I felt like I received was anger. I don't know where it came from. But it could be something that stemmed for generations and generations. And not necessarily every single person in your family is plagued by it. But for me, that's something I had to identify. Why was I reacting the way I was to certain situations? Why was this my natural state after my mother passed? Why was that? That's something I had to identify. That's something I had to seek help for. That's something that I had to truly pray about. So don't feel bad if if anger comes to you easier than some of your family members. We all have different things that are going to be a little bit stronger than other things in our life that we're going to have to fight through. After we identify that and we seek some help and we take responsibility. We have to practice forgiveness. It's a part of the process of breaking a generational curse. This includes forgiving yourself and others of any harm that they have they might have caused. I had to forgive myself so many times for the things that I've said to people, the things that I've done to people that were purely based out of anger because I was hurt inside. 
because I didn't know how to properly communicate with others. I thought I had forgiven everybody that had ever wronged me or everybody that I thought that I wronged. And just of just as two weeks ago, I'm, I'm in church, I'm on worship night, and I'm praying for the gift of the Holy Spirit to just show me what my spiritual gifts are. And before God placed a word in my heart and on my mind that I felt while I'm sitting there in my most vulnerable state in front of the church, crying, being prayed over, there were a few people that I had forgot all about that God said, you need to forgive yourself and you need to forgive them. Wow. How freeing and relaxing. How freeing is that? I challenge you to look into your own life and try to understand who is it in your life that you have done or said something to through anger that you need to forgive. I'm actually going to do an episode on forgiveness, and I'm not going to give you the title of it because I think it's pretty catchy. It's pretty fun. But forgiveness is so essential to breaking some of these generational curses that is in your life. We didn't ask for this. It was passed down and we forgive that. We know that people were hurt. We know that it was never passed down on purpose. Here you go. Here's something to struggle with as you get older and as you grow. That's not the case. A lot of times a lot of people don't know that this is a generational curse that can be broken. Just because we've always done something a certain way doesn't mean we have to continue doing things that way. Seeking spiritual guidance is very, very important for me. Prayer, meditation, understanding that there is a higher power that can assist us and walk through life with us is so essential to the growth of breaking generational curses. So I'm going to declare this over your life once again. Lord, I declare right now that every evil authority that is speaking over your people, coming from family, evil altars, shrines, familiar spirits, witchcraft, remote control power, strong men, and every evil authority be rendered powerless in Jesus' mighty name. Speak that over your life. When you're struggling, when you need help, when you get angry, speak that over your life and know that it's not just on you, that this is an emotion that can be managed, that this is an emotion that God can take and heal and that you can become better and that you can heal other people through. If it's anxiety and depression and you're sitting in your room and you're alone, I've been there. I've been there. I've been depressed. I've, 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 I've dealt with the anxiety where you don't want to eat. You just want to sleep. You just want to hide. You don't want to work. You don't want to talk to anybody. Speak that over your life. In Jesus' mighty name, he gave us the power 
Read Matthew 7, 7. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. But you have to believe. You have to believe with every piece of you. You have to believe in every facet of your body that it can be removed and you have to work towards it. A generational curse takes time and effort, but I promise you it's worth it and it's possible to break. Taking the steps to identify and address these negative patterns or behaviors, practicing forgiveness, seeking help and guidance, you can break the cycle and create a positive future for yourself and your family. I encourage you. I challenge you. I'll stand with you. My email will be in the description. If you're listening to this and you need somebody to pray over you, to pray with you, shoot me an email. I would be honored to pray with you, to pray over you, to send you a prayer because you took that first step to break that generational curse. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode, talking about anger and breaking generational curses. You know, I really, really hope that this information was helpful and that you have a better understanding of how to resolve issues related to anger and just generational curses in general. Tune into my next podcast and we're going to discuss forgiveness. Are you down to forgive? Thank you so much for joining me. And until next time, we'll see you.